right. Here we are again with another edition of the Single Track Session on the Trail Manners Podcast. It's uh, Single Track Session number 103. And uh, got a few things to cover, but I think everybody's mind right now is across the pond or however people like to say that. Right. Well, if you're referring to France, do you still say across the pond? I don't know. I know it's like England. I hear that a lot. Across yeah. the, it's still, right. If it's a pond of Fr- England, would it be a pond of France too, though? I don't know. We'll have to have somebody clarify that. So somebody that's really smart ge- yeah. geographically. Somebody that's, that's Europhile savvy. And and nicely let us know. Right. And not treat us like we don't know. Right. we do know that uh, the French invented the French toast and the French fry. We at least know that. Yeah, those are yummy. <laughs> Especially French fries. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so a little little weekend. It doesn't look like you know I haven't seen you since last week, and it, you walked in. It doesn't look like you found my hat in the Tetons. Oh shit! I forgot to look for that. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I was a little focused on something else. Uh, you know, whatever. I didn't see it on the trail at least. Okay. How's that? Well, the parking be, lot was actually quite full. I think if it was in the parking lot after two weeks, it would have ended up in the garbage. Probably. Like, I just think if someone would have been nice enough to put it on a post. Yeah. After like. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that. Somebody, it wasn't. It wasn't like obvious there. by the bathroom of the trailhead. I've been looking on eBay. Yeah, I'm sure you have. And then no one's put in there. Looked on Craigslist. Yeah, got into a weird room on that one that I, I got out of pretty right. quick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, like I lost my trucker and I got into some weird chats there. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, you went to the Tetons this past weekend. Yeah. Quick and, trip. Yeah, and I asked you on the elevator ride up to run, and and you said kind of, kind of, yeah, ran a little bit. It's because it's uh, it's August. Yes, and uh, <laughs> it still is August. It's still August, and you hit snow. Well, yeah, we got snowed out. That's so cool. It, it was cool, but you know we didn't make it because we got snowed out. Yeah, so that you, was the smart thing to do. Oh, yeah, was the turnaround at that point. Uh, the the route we were going to do is notorious for a lot of loose rocks on the middle of Teton, and it was snowing. It was really windy at one point. And there was rain. We saw this really big rock come tumbling down the snowfield we just crossed. And at that point, we're like, we're done. We're out. Hightailing out of here. So what was the planned route slash mileage stuff? The plan was to go do the southwest couloir on the middle Teton. Okay. Come back down to the saddle between the middle Teton and the south Teton, then go over and go up the south Teton as well. So what would that be, just if you're like a round trip and I'm guessing? 14 to 15 miles round trip. Okay. Yeah. A lot of vert. 8,000 feet of climbing. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yep. It was beautiful, even though we got rained out and snowed out. That'd be kind of cool, though, being August coming from, you know, yeah. blistering heat. The, the death yeah. of, of us. Say it's snowing. Yeah. It was, it was pretty cool. By the time we got back down to the car, it was nice and sunny. But then when we left the parking lot to go get a burrito, it just looked ominous again. Really? Yeah. So how many miles did you end up with? 11. That's not too bad. No, it's right. not too bad. 11 miles and 3,000, a little over 3,000 feet. Was it still pretty? Oh, gosh, yeah. It's gorgeous. Tetons. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, when we rolled in Saturday, the smoke was so thick, you couldn't see the mountains. You could taste it. Oh, my it. gosh. It was awful. We spent the night at the Climber's Ranch, which I've never been to before. Yeah. I, I've never had a need to because, yeah. you know, when I lived there, I just... You had a house. Yeah, I had a house. <laughs> but the Climber's Ranch is really cool. Is it? Yes. So you went in Saturday morning? Saturday night, we got night. there. Okay. Seven thirty. Okay. Got to the climbers ranch, got checked in, ate a little bit, and just went to bed. Got up early and ran hit the trailhead. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Quick trip. It was a quick trip. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool though. Still getting into some snow right now. I know yeah. it like kind of ruined the route, but that's okay. That's It'll cool. still be there next time we go back. Yeah. That's pretty cool though. Yeah. And you you had your apparel check, right? <laughs> 
Yeah. So you had a jacket that worked. Jacket that, that worked. Pants that were really not meant for rainy, snowy conditions. Yeah. Gloves that were not meant for snowy conditions at all. Um, what else did I take? Oh, that pack, the Momentum pack from Ultra Aspire. Okay. I really pushed the limit of it for, like, carrying capacity. Oh, gotcha. Stuffing it. Yeah, but it, it worked great. Nice. Uh, I did not use the SteriPen. I took a chance. And hopefully I'll be okay. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out That's soon. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah. Well, it worked mm-hmm. for me, that yeah. SteriPen, because I actually was watching the calendar. Some, right. You know, you're so you're just, past, right? Yeah, but it was kind of funny. I had a kind of a bad bout with something. Yeah, you did. Like food or something at one mm-hmm. point, and I'm like, no way. Right. I'm like, this can't be, because I've never had... Right. Giardia or anything that bad. But it wasn't. It was a false alarm. Right. So, or maybe I just have a super strong immune system. The, the weather forecast for the Tetons that, or for actually Jackson that day was gorgeous. Yeah. Um, but then you kind of get up to, like you said, 10,000 feet, though. Yeah, it changed. Like, we got to the Climbers Ranch, and the forecast there was like, okay, deteriorating weather conditions throughout the day. I'm like, crap. Because <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that. Yeah. yeah. What time do you guys start? 4.20 in the morning, 4.15 in the morning. And you got, how long would it take you just with all the, the weather? I thought everything? it was going to, oh, man, it took us five hours round trip. The, the route past uh, the meadows. So the boulder field and the meadows are like the first big landmark you get to when, when you're going up into the Tetons to climb. And navigated the boulder field like a champ. Uh, sometimes I'm high or low on that. This time nailed it straight through and got to the meadows. And I'm like, well, where the hell are the meadows? Because the meadows are usually this lush green place with all this water and there's campsites. What well, was buried under four feet of avalanche debris from last year still. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, so, yeah, we got got to that just as the sun was coming up. And we were a little bit nervous of walking across that snowfield because there is a bunch of creeks underneath it. So we kind of skirted it, and that threw us off route. We didn't hit the the right uh, path. And when you're up in that area, you're just navigating this horrendous big boulder scree area. And it takes you a little while to find the right path. And when, once you're on the path, you're, like, constantly looking for cairns. And the cairns aren't, like, these big ones. They're, like, maybe two or three rocks. Gotcha. And you just... You hike, 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 and you're up, and you're like looking around. You're like, oh, there it is, and you're just following the cairns the whole way up. Connect and the dots. Yeah, <laughs> but then when the snow came through, you're like, yeah, I can't see anything. Man, that was cool. Great. Where did you, where did you start? Like, what's the trailhead? Lupin Meadows. Oh, Lupin Meadows. Yeah. Is it Lupin or Lupine or what is it? Uh, either fine. How's that? Okay, that works. I'm just not native, so I don't yeah. want to offend. Lupin anybody. Meadows. Okay, Lupin. I like just, that. Just like here, it's like hurricane. Hurricane instead of hurricane. Hooper. Yeah, Layton. Yeah, <laughs> all our fun places. Right. Well, that's cool. Um, I was in Colorado this last weekend, and let me tell you something. From that's uh, right, you went to Dave Matthews. Dave band. Matthews, two nights in a row. So me and my daughter drove out there on uh, Friday morning. Kind of got there, found something to eat. Um, man, I had a really super duper good beer from Minnesota, but I can't remember what it is. So I've been on the search to remember the name. It was wow. amazing. And then we went to the concert the first night, which was unbelievable. And then we kind of hung out the next day, had a great concert the next night. But it was kind of funny because of the uh, marijuana usage. Lots of it, huh? Uh, Why two joints? It was unbelievable. Really? Like, it was 
unbelievable. I felt bad for a lot of people just for the simple fact that there's kids there, like my daughter, but there's like an infant, like seven months old. Okay, you shouldn't take an infant to the Dave Matthews concert. Why? Well, I, I agree. And they had headphones right. on. It was cute. They sat in a very, yeah, I mean, very that's back. cute, but don't do that. Come yeah, on, but folks. I mean, it, it was just unbelievable. Like, <laughs> my daughter kept going, and people were smoking cigarettes, yeah. too, right? And it's like, just nasty, you know? Yeah. And we're, we're, you're in this big area, a lot of people. You're outside, right. thank goodness. But, yeah. But I kept smelling marijuana all night, and I kept looking down at my daughter. I'm like, seeing she is rolling one. Yeah, right. right? And I'm like, oh, she's she, Colorado native. And she kept going, oh man, I can't believe people are vaping. And I'm like, yep, that's what it is. It's vaping, <laughs> you know. So that happened the first night. Then the second night, we got in a different group of people, right? And they were right next to us, just lighting it hard, just man. burning it all and, night. And every once in a while, when the big lights had come on from the stage, yeah, I mean, it was like a forest fire in the stadium. It was so <laughs> smoky. It's like every single person here is just rolling stone. that contact high. <laughs> so, so after the show was over, we were walking back. Yeah, I'm looking at my daughter, and she goes, yeah, those people right next to us, they, they were smoking vaping and stuff. I'm like, no, that was marijuana. No, she said they were smoking those cigarettes. I'm like, yeah, those, that was marijuana. Those joints. So she got her first well, good. recognition yeah, yeah. of marijuana, right. um, which was kind of funny. But, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was an amazing weekend. Had a blast with my daughter. Right on. So fun. Um, Scott Jaime and his wife were there the first night. Whoa, did you actually see him? No. We just got a text. <laughs> we got a text from her. She goes, are you at the concert? I'm like, yep. She goes, this is 10 minutes from our house. I'm like, cool. You know? Yeah. And then the next night she texts. She goes, are you at the RSL game? Because Real Salt Lake played Colorado in gotcha. Colorado. And right. I'm like, no, we're still at, uh, still, still at Dave, Dave Matthews. Matthews trying to find our way night. out. Yeah. <laughs> it's been two days. We're just walking around, tripping right. on stuff. Um, but RSL beat Colorado 6 to nothing. Oh, so yeah. I, I saw that I score. I texted her some crap on that. Right. Never heard back. But Of course not. Yeah, it was a fun weekend. Kind of culminated my summer. I've been gone almost every weekend. Yeah. This was kind of the granddaddy weekend, and uh, we had a great time. So now I'm back, mm-hmm. and now i got to start running again. Well, why? I mean, are you gonna, do you have a race coming up? Well, I got suckered into pacing next weekend at Wasatch. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> I did. I am so like, sorry. I was 100% not pacing crewing on that. Right. And then I got a last-minute text from Jim Skaggs, oh, and one of, his, one of his pacers fell through. Did they? But I'm only ta- I'm, and it kind of sucks too. I'm taking from Lambs to Brighton, so I got to okay. do. What? Yeah, but I got to go up the road, and I hate oh, that that's section. Right. You know, from once you go over Barass Pass, come down. Yeah, head but the road that's up. a good section. That is, and then after you leave the road, it's pretty good. It is, uh, but it will be at night, so it's not gonna be able to see anything. True. Um, yeah, it'll be fun, and then the road from Scotts oh, to gosh. Brighton. That's that downhill kind of, and windy. That's kind of terrible. I don't like that section. Yeah, so I got suckered into that. 22 miles, I think, is what it is. And then right. Now i got to figure out uh, transportation to and from because they have the rules at Lambs. You know, it's like you have to have a card. Oh, that's right. And so then you have you, know, you check in somewhere and they give you the pass there. Right. 30 minutes after your runner leaves. Uh, Alexander? No. Aunt Knowles. Nope. Okay. Nope. What's the hot one after Lambs? Yeah, Alexander. Alexander, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so once they leave there, so... Got to figure that out, and, yeah, so it'll be next weekend. Oh, well, yeah, next weekend. Have fun. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. I kind of felt bad, but had to move some things around, but it'll be it'll be all right, I guess. Right. Jim's uh, had a big year coming back from his injury, so it'll be fun to help him in any way possible to get to the finish, since that's kind of his race. It is his like, race. I think this will be his eighth finish, I think, this year. I think so, too. And he's going for 10, so getting closer. And then, uh, yeah, I guess we could kind of talk about what's going on. Um, okay. Well, there's just, uh, we'll start with uh, the new uh, Appalachian Trail FKT. Yeah, that was Just fast. happened this week. Uh, a dentist from Belgium broke it. Yeah. Uh, I'll say Carl. 
K-A-R-E-L. It's Carol okay. or Carl. Close enough. Uh, Saab, S-A-B-B-E. I, I like those cars. Those so, are good yeah, cars we'll back go in the day. Well, he also has the uh, supported PCT record. Wow. 2016, 52 days, 8 hours, and 25 minutes. Uh, this guy's legit. Yeah, he is legit. Um, and so this year he did the, the AT, and that one... 40 he broke hours? it by like four days? days or something like that. Days, something like that. 41 days, 7 hours, 39 minutes. That is amazing. 2,189 miles. The previous record uh, was set just last year. Uh, 45 days, 12 hours, and 15 minutes. So essentially broken by four days. I wonder if somebody's going to get under 40 days. That would so, be, be the, the next kind of like I think it will. holy grail, right? I mean, he's off it by what, a day and a half? Yeah. Um, something like that. Yeah, really a day and seven hours. Seven hours don't count for very long when you're doing days. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you got to cut it by a day. Right. And I don't know. I don't know why it wouldn't break. I mean, good dude's 28. And there's oh. a lot of good discussion going on through social media because Carl belted it out first, congratulating him, which was pretty cool. Yeah. You know, even though Carl's record's been broken a few times. But right. Carl said, yeah, under 40. He goes, he knew someone could go that low. If right. They, if everything went, not injuries, blah, blah, blah. Right. And kind of also mentioned that, you know, the next thing's going to be under 40, and then after that it's going to be out and back. That's crazy. Yeah, that's uh, over 4,300 miles. But, yeah, it's like out one direction turn and come straight back. So I'm like, well, it wouldn't surprise that's me. That's a lot of planning. Well, and it was interesting, too. There was a lot of buzz. No, I'm talking no no pun intended because Buzz Burrell brought it up um, through he's ultimate direction guy. Been in the game for a long time, but mm-hmm. saying how because people were saying, well, I don't see this guy's ultra running results. He's only done like two races according to ultra signup, UTMB right. and something else. And you know, Buzz chimed in and says ultra running and FKTs are different. Oh yeah, he's like they're not the same thing. Right. You, know, you got trail runners doing ultras, and you got you know not to say they're not trail runners, but it's a different. Like through hikers. Yeah, it's right? a different thing you're working on. Yeah. It's like something completely different. So it's like you're going to get more of these FKT types and not mm-hmm. racers. Right. Um, because you look at some of them that have done it in the past and they weren't trail runners. They were right. through hikers. Yeah. Um, They're still moving fast. Yeah, super efficient, man. <laughs> like it blows my mind to be even thinking about how fast that really is. I mean, 40-something days. Oh, my gosh. Back-to-backs make me tired. Yeah. Back-to-back long runs, let alone Yeah, they're doing days. like 40, 50-mile-hour days, days yeah. right? Yeah, you have to, you know, to, to get that in. So, you know, congratulations to, to him for doing that. That's pretty phenomenal. Um, and so moving on from that, we'll have a link um, in the show notes if you want to check that out um, to a little, little write-up on that. Um, but, yeah, our buddy Killian... He called me and he's like, yes. "Hey, I've been I've been listening to the show. Right, you guys keep talking about taper up. Yeah, I've come off a broken leg. Uh huh. Um, so got a big race this got weekend. Got a big race. So I think taper up might be my route. Yeah. So he went ahead and tapered up. He did. Um, last weekend, the week before right. UTMB. Who? Um, and he's still favored. I don't care what you say. <laughs> um, but he and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna slaughter this. It was in Italy. Oh, it's that Kima? Kima. Yeah. K-I-M-A. Kima Trophy. Super technical. Yeah. Fifty-two K. Right? Yeah. 13,800 feet of climbing. That's a lot. Um, it only happens every other year. Right. It doesn't happen every year. And there's fixed chains yes. on the course. Like, there's a picture. I've like seen pictures of on. people holding with gloves. And, yes. And all kinds of stuff. So he went out and uh, decided to win that. Yeah. Uh, did he set a new course record? He did. Yeah. He, he was okay. kind of feeling frisky that day, so he right. set a course record in 609. <laughs> the week before, 100-mile race. <laughs> before, before UTMB, the big one, he yeah. decided to taper up, so... Um, 
and then on the women's uh, the women's side, Hillary Girardi from the U.S. Um, she won right um, in seven thirty seven, um, a minute back of the course record for the right. ladies, um, and she won Trump so um, as well this year. So yeah, Killian is uh, rested. Yes, and primed. He's ready to go. He's ready to roll. He's probably <laughs> testing out some new stuff. You know, he you is. know, it's like oh, yeah. I better try these shoes out before I run UTMB in them. Put my name on them. Um, but but uh, a quick little asterisk for those uh, that aren't familiar with the show. Killian did not call me. That was made up. Um, but uh, I'm sure he wanted to. He had a pleasant I, dream. Yeah, yeah. He's well, he like, called you. Taper up, taper yeah. up. I'm like, that's that's what we practice. So if he wins UTMB, it's just more data for our taper <laughs> up true, uh, documentation. Right? <laughs> so we'll have we'll have plenty of stuff on that. So I just I just don't get it, man. Like, I, I don't get He's it. He's amazing. He is. Um, and as we speak, so we're talking here on Wednesday, and we haven't seen the results on the women's side. Right. But TDS is complete. So it's another one of those granddaddies with CCC, OCC, yeah. UT, all the initial, oh, all the initial races. MC, is there MCC? There's maybe? probably an MC Hammer. There's yeah. all kinds of stuff. But there's a ton of these races. So today was TDS that we're right. recording this show. And it was pretty fun to watch. And I, I, I can't. First, uh, yeah. Man, I was just rooting for Dylan Bowman. He was off the front row oh, hard. man. And did you listen to some of the commentary? I didn't. Yeah, they got this live commentary you can oh, listen yeah? to. And I listened to it for a little while, and they were. it was really good. I was surprised I enjoyed it that Was it much. like NASCAR commentary? I Kind of. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. It was pretty good. I mean, except for the, the slow rolling. But yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah right? right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's happened. Over the course of 10 hours. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Poland's uh, Marcin... Uh, give it a shot. Swirik, uh, he won mm-hmm. uh, in 1324. Okay, Dylan was 62 seconds behind him. Yep. And then third place was from Russia, Dmitry. Some, some took third. 40 40 Russian. 41 <laughs> seconds. Jill doesn't like the Russians. No. Uh, he finished 41 seconds behind Dylan. So the right. top three finished within like two minutes of each other. That's amazing. That's unbelievable yeah. for a mile, a 13, I mean, 13 hours. Yeah, right? for for. How far is the TDS? Like 75 miles, something like that? I don't even know. I think it is. But it's far enough that it takes, yeah, it's probably 13 hours. Yeah. It's probably right in there somewhere. It's probably some weird K distance. I think it's more than 100K. It's like 120K or something like that. Okay. But yeah, 1324, top three separated by two minutes. Amazing. Crazy, crazy stuff. Um, Also did see a little quote here from our friend Hayden Hawks. It didn't go, he... uh, he had to swallow his pride and take a DNF for the first time, yep. he said. An old injury that had him out for a couple months, flared up, right. um, where he was having a hard time with one leg and 45 miles to go. It is hard to run on one leg. I've never tried I, it, tried it. It's hard. So, a smart Just move. Peg leg in it is very difficult. On technical stuff. Yes, it is. Especially when I have poles. I know. Like kind of keeping, up, keeping you upright. But a smart move. DNFs are hard, especially for probably somebody who... That caliber that's never DNF, trained yeah. so hard for it. And that was his A race for the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was a smart move because he was in UTMB, then got out of UTMB, and it was probably a smart move. Yeah. Um, not doing UTMB. Right. And a smart move to withdraw uh, from the race. And Right. I just hope he takes time now. He needs to. To heal. I mean, we've talked somehow, about that. Because I know chill. it's an old injury. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it flared up. So, I mean, I don't know if there's something that's just going to be happening all the time. I don't know exactly right. what it is, or maybe he needs some stretching. He needs to come back to the States, settle down, yeah. get into his training again. Sleep rhythm. Exactly. Sleep in the same bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because sleeping in. So that's one thing, and I'm going to break off right here because I've had right. back problems all went summer. 
All winter, yeah. summer? So, yeah, all, my whole life. All summer's been really bad, and I think I figured it out. It's because I've been sleeping on a tent in a tent, <laughs> in a car. Yeah. Hotel bed here. Right. Another car. Another, I mean, I've been all over. Yeah. That's so my, my deal. My neck doesn't turn right anymore. Mm-hmm. So, man. So, I, I can imagine that has something to do with Hayden. Yeah. It's got to be that. It's got to be well, the Well, I'd like to see him come back healthy and then um, maybe qualify for Western States next year. Yeah. Come home this winter. Yeah. Just relax. Take some R&R. Yeah. Go back to what you love. Mm-hmm. Don't train for anything, and uh, crush it next year. Yeah, I mean, really, because he's he's capable of doing it. You just hate to see, because we've seen it other runners. Obviously, right. we just hate to see runners get injured. Um, what else did we have? Um, you know, there's quite a few. Cascade Crest was this weekend. Oh, that's right. Um, that was a good one. Um, Jesse Lang. That's a hundred miler for yep. those of the yeah, know. Yeah, Cascade Crest hundred. Um, Jesse Lang won it for the men, and Yitka Win for the ladies. Hmm. I think and she's a writer for Trail Runner Magazine. Is she? I think so, yeah. That's awesome. Love to see people, like, do that, mm-hmm. that are involved in what they do. But that's, like, to another level, right? right. 100 milers. That's an ultra. They're not hundos, by the way. They're 100 <sighs> milers. Um, so let's uh, let's get back into UTMB. Yep. Okay, so, so that who's is... Who's dropped out? Well, we'll start with the ladies. Okay. And to me, is the most notable drop of the race, um, defending champion Nuria Picas from oh, from uh, Spain dropped out from with injury. That's so. too bad because she she was definitely hands down the person I think would win. Yeah, she yeah. was from last week. She was my favorite. Yeah. Um, so you still have Caroline Chavarro. Yep. After that, um, Claire Gallagher's in there. Um, I think that Claire's going to have a pretty good shot. I would say because another. Um, third place finisher last year, Christelle Bard. Um, she won't start because of injury either. Oh, man. She finished third last year, so she's right. out. Um, I think that's it on the women's side, kind of the quote-unquote notables. Right. Because you got still got Magda, Casey. Right. Um, Stephanie. Uh, I guess, uh, and also um, there's a late addition. Cat mm. Bradley is now in really? the UTMB. Yeah. Like the full UTMB, not like CCC. Huh? No, she's in the she's in the UTMB. Okay, so that just threw a big wrench in everything. Yeah, right. So oh, I I kind of don't want to see your race. Yeah. Huh? Why injury? Yeah, too much. I'm, I'm afraid for. Her. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I love seeing her race because she's awesome, but I think it's too soon. We're gonna find out. Dang. She uh she's in. Yeah. Um, she was supposed to run Western States this year, as everybody yeah. knows, but she's late. Do not start for some physical issues. Yeah, um, she burned herself out. And she had fatigue and a back injury. Right. Um, but she's ready to get after it. That's cool, man. So, she can do it and be healthy. Awesome. Yep. Maybe that's pulling out of Western States. She got it together, and now uh, she I hope can so. get it. I hope it doesn't set her back again. Right. But every, to each their own. Everybody knows their body, hopefully, better than we do. And they can push it a little bit. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the, the big notables and the... Dropping in one edition, right. so I think it's, I think it's because the fact that um, Maria, and I'm saying that wrong, and I apologize, but you know who I'm talking about. Um, right, she dropped out. To me, just opens everything up. Oh, for sure. She would have been to me the front, the leader. Yeah, right. Kind of setting the for pace, sure. setting the tone, knowing yep. the course. Now you've got s- some very talented women and some that are very inexperienced on the course. Right. Um, so mm-hmm. it could it, for the ladies is going to be fun to watch. And you got to remember this this race starts later. Yeah. Right. Yep. It's not like a six a.m. starter. They start. In the afternoon. Afternoon or evening, yeah, depending on the weather conditions. Yeah. 
So, that throws a big wrench in the everybody's. It's different, right? And if you've never run a race like that, like remember when we did uh, Turtles races last year? It was just a small one. Like, oh, yeah. But Starting we started at noon. noon. We were like, we woke up. You're like, what, what, do, we do? what do I do? <laughs> do I eat? I don't want to eat too much. <laughs> do I use the restroom? <laughs> right. <laughs> do I drink coffee at 11? You're damn right you do. Do I hydrate? I mean, I didn't know what to do. Um, but a big race like this, plus all the anxiety, because you're starting to see more and more pictures come into the scene. Yeah. You're starting to see more and more, like, these sponsored athletes are attending signings uh-huh. and panels. And right. It, it is a big freaking hill. <laughs> there was an interview with Wamsley. I run far did an interview with him. And he said, this year, I actually have a schedule. Oh, right. Like, last year, he was double He's booking winging himself. It. He was. He was totally <laughs> winging it and double booking. He goes, he goes, I have a schedule this year, so there's less stress. I don't double book myself. He seems so much more calm this year. Nice. Yeah. Well, and it's funny. I've been kind of following a lot. I've been, I've been like, hitting links all over the place. Uh, thank goodness they've not corrupted my computer, but UTMB talk. Yeah. And I was really surprised at all the Jim Walmsley naysayers. Like oh, yeah. That surprised me. Well, there it so happened many. right before Western States, yeah, right? It was so many, and they're like, you know, he, he this isn't Jim Walmsley race. That's what people kept saying. He's it a, totally can be his race. He's a hot, fast. You know, it's like he likes heat, he likes fast. Yeah, he, he just spent a month flat. in the San Juan. Yeah, so that's what I think people are missing. That dude's is, ready. Yeah, you got to be. Yeah. Um, but again, I think, and we'll, we'll we'll go that. So that was a ladies' race. So go to the pickles. So to the dude's side, um, man, that's there. He has, dropped out. Uh, Anybody? Yes. One of your guys. Ah, dang. No, not one of your guys, but again, no, you talked about it. Um, who dropped? Andrew Miller dropped out. Oh. Yeah. Um, I thought he was hurt. Yeah, I don't know why he dropped out, um, but I know he's not in. That's too bad. And I think he's really the only notable not in, and I right. don't think there are any late additions. Okay. So it's still kind of, you know, everybody's picking. It. Okay, well, I will say this. I was, I shouldn't say surprised. But there's tons of people on the Tollefson bandwagon right now. Yeah. They're in his corner big time this He's year. He's a stud. Like, nope, yeah. Tim's first American, without a doubt. Right. He needs more publicity than some other Americans that are there. Right. Um, but he's really garnering a lot. But it's crazy all over the board because, you know, you have Killian, Jim, which we've talked about. Right. Tollefson. Yeah. Um, Professor Al- X. Alberto. Alberto. I mean, people are all over the board with this. I mean, right. it's really surprising. A lot of people are like, okay, after... Killian, it's going to be this. Right. You know, like some people just have him as a lock. Yeah. But yeah, Ryan Sands, Mark Hammond from here. Um, so many good So many amazing runners. runners. And you know, some are going to blow up. Yeah. Because that's just the nature of the beast over uh-huh. there. Um, but yeah, it's just unbelievable. Timothy Olsen kind of making his. Really? Stamp, you know? No. Nah. <laughs> I, th- I don't think he's going to finish. I, I'm going to say not even top 20 for him. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see him do well. He, he's Yeah, his time's come and gone for stuff like that. Yeah, but it's... Uh, but it's, you know, if we get surprised, awesome. But no, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have... I'll, I'll go top 50. How's that? That works. There we go. Yeah, I would have a hard time saying top 20 right now. Right. Just with seeing people, but again, you never know, right? Yeah, I, I know. Any, anybody can have... I've never had one of those days, but I heard about him once. Right. Watched a documentary on him once. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, lots of lots of fast dudes, and I think I think the women's side, my opinion is it's it's always wide open. Right, it's wide it open. It is, and, and I think on the men's side, I think it's going to be super competitive, the top twelve. Right, but I still think on the women's race side, I think it's going to be really competitive, that top like five. Yeah, I right. Think, I think that you'll see a slough off in time a little yeah, bit there, and then there'll be another group that's going to be really really competitive. But yeah, on the men's side, I I'm excited. Like yeah, 
I just wish we had to talk to Killian to get his mindset going in. Like well, I just I mean, want I just want him to go out and just go for it. Can you imagine him with a Wamsley mentality? Oh man, you know what I mean? Because yeah. he's always just kind of so low so key chill. and chill, yeah. and likes to run with people in big races. Yeah, exactly. Not, but if he had, like, if he went into UTMB with a Wamsley mentality, right? Of, I'm going out to set a course record. Yeah, you know. But he went in that way, and then oh, I think he would be phenomenal. <laughs> like he's not Ray, right? Well, he'd be gotcha. like a totally different level. Yeah, you know, he'd be he'd take over dashboard Jesus on my bobblehead <laughs> on the car, you know. <laughs> Uh, but, I mean, I'm sure he does that in his head a little bit. He's just not – he doesn't vocalize it. Right, you know, like exactly. Like just comes out and says, hey, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, he didn't this year, though. He didn't? No, no, I don't think so. So I heard somewhere in one of these chat spots that someone was really turned off by him because of an interview he did. So I don't know. Like I didn't watch any recently of or an old one? No, recently for the UTMB. Oh, okay. He just went in kind of arrogant, like gotcha. acted super arrogant about it. And I'm like, well, do you know – Right. Him. I mean, was he being arrogant or is he just kind of just saying it how it is? That dude's pretty confident. Yeah. That's, so that's different than arrogant. And that's the same with Hayden. When we talked to him the one time yeah. on the podcast, he's just confident. It wasn't right. arrogance. It was just knows his abilities. Right. And expects something out of his abilities. So either way, this is going to be a hell of a race this weekend. It'll be exciting. So um, uh, best of luck to the local gal, Tara Warren. Yep. Our little friend from here. Yeah, she's going over. Yep. Have some fun. Hopefully. Hope she has a good time. Takes uh, a she'll have fun. A few pictures. <laughs> well, she's, she's good there. at taking pictures. So when does UTMB start? Is it Friday, Saturday? I think it's Friday evening. Okay. Because yeah. I have a tattoo. My final tattoo appointment is Sunday. Gotcha. So I It'll be all wrapped up by then. All right. That's all I need to know. I don't want to be sitting there hoping refresh service. Your, yeah. Refreshing your Twitter feed. Yeah. So this is what's funny. So this tattoo started in April. Yeah, it was it. supposed to be done in May. Yeah. And then it got pushed back, and I wanted it done by my birthday in July. It wasn't done. Nope. He finally got on the schedule yesterday yeah. at 1 o'clock. Gotcha. Super pumped. Got all my ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. Showed up in the parking lot. I texted him on, like, uh, Monday. Yeah. No reply. Yeah. Called him. Right. Mailbox full. Typical. I know the dude. Yeah. Tuesday, text him, hey, we're still on for 1 o'clock today. No reply. So I show up at 1 o'clock. At yeah. one o five, I get a phone call from him. He's Uh-oh. like, hey, man. Hey, sorry. I'm traveling right now. He's not even in the state. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, What? He's like, yeah, sorry, something came up, and I had to jump on it, and I totally forgot to call you. Uh-huh. Can we reschedule? I'm like, oh, my hell. I know. So I'm like, when? I want this done. Yeah. So we scheduled for Sunday at noon, so I'm really hoping this is it. All right, fingers crossed for you. Because after this one, I lo- this guy's amazing, love his work, but after this one, if I did get another one, I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> I hear I, you. I can't wait this long. No. Healing and waiting and healing and waiting. Right. It, ain't, it ain't working for me. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of UTMB. Love to hear your thoughts uh, when this posts on uh, Thursday, August 30th, or even Friday. But you got to post your thoughts before people finish. That's just cheating. <laughs> they can um, post afterwards and say, see? Yeah, see, I, I, was, I, I was right if I would have posted a week ago. Yeah, that's okay. Because um, we don't know it all. But uh, we have our inside sources. Right. Right? We have, you know, waiters and baristas all over this country <laughs> that, you know, got the inside source on people. Um, but, yeah, I think UTMB is going to be we've said it before, but every race, these big ones just seem to get better and more competitive yeah. and more competitive, you know, except for maybe Hard Rock this year, which we talked about. Yeah, that's wasn't the as nature deep. of it. Yeah, but yeah. like Western States was so hubbubbed, and now you've right. got even like TDS, OCC, CCC, you know, Frerix is over there. Yeah. Um, it's just big fields with anything can happen. So depending on, I mean, we haven't even talked about weather, really, because that could throw a wrench that, in everything. That's the biggest factor. Especially with all right? the gear they make you take. I know. I mean, there's lockdown. I saw some pictures of people with gear. just cracked me up. I'm like, there's some people, like, 
aren't used to that. I yeah. know. Even we saw a photo from a uh, power stash. Right. It's he doing OCC or CCC. I one think of those, doing CCC. One of those, and he's taking a bunch of gears not used to. Right. You know, it's like, Ooh, oh, this is all the stuff I need. The Tour de Gens is coming up soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Luke Nelson's going over to run that. Is he? Yeah. Tour de, tour de Gents. Yeah, Tour de Gents or Gents or whatever. Yeah, so that's another one. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to have to, you know, go over and spend next summer over there. <laughs> Just like, you know, right out of high school, what you do before college. Just waited. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, kind of it for UTMB. A lot of other races, like we said, are coming up. Wasatch. Um, Wasatch is coming up, which I'm I'm really hoping. I, didn't, I haven't looked at the start list, but mm-hmm. I want Trevor Fuchs to win it. Yeah, he knows the course. He know, but he'd get the turkey. That's three years in a row. That's just cool. That would be. I cool. don't know who's running it, but he yeah, is he retire my after guy. That. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. After, after I'm that, done with this like, race. Boom, I'll, yeah. st- I'll stick to the uh, Gibb Wallace races. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping that uh, Trevor pulls the win out of this one. Um, he looked good at uh, El Vaquero mm-hmm. coming off bad sur- some surgery of some sort. Yeah, uh, and hernia. He got, and yeah, and, and he got into hurt again. Broke his leg or something, too. I don't know. Yeah, and he got into the hurt in January that. He's, again. He's rather excited about so that. So hopefully he runs, wins this, takes some time off. Right. Um, tapers up for the hurt. Tapers up for the hurt and doesn't have any missile crisis as well yeah. there. And, and, right. and goes to crush it. So, um, so yeah, there's there's just a lot of good ones. A lot of good races going on. It's that time of year. Um, and when we recorded this show, and the reason we did it, we didn't have the women's top three for TDS. Mm. Uh, or was that the one? Yeah, TDS. Like, right. we had the men's, but right. we hadn't seen an update on the women's yet. Yeah, Rory Bazio's um, in second place as w- of this time, but we're recording it. Which is super cool. Right. Um, but yeah, next weekend is, uh, is I think, CCC, and that one's got, you know, Cody Reed. Mm-hmm. Um, Power Stash. Power Stash. Jorge Maravilla mm-hmm. um, out of California. And some fast ladies, Cecilia Flory from Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's crushing it. Ida Nelson's in that one. Lots of stuff. We'll talk about those next week. Right. Um, Camille Heron's name is still on the entry list. For what? For CCC. Oh, but come she, on. she is not really running, I guess. Yeah, I hope but not. her name's still on there, so <laughs> that makes me think. If she just straight up showed up and won that, <laughs> that would be so gangster. Yeah, it would. You're like, come on, Nike, just give her her own shoe now. Yeah. Because uh, that's pretty funny. But, yeah, she's she's – and then the OCC – um, yeah, you know me. Um, mm-hmm. That's where Tim Frerichs is in. I think right. he'll come out with the win on that one. Yeah. Because it's Tim Frerichs. On the women's side, though, they've got Lucy Bartholomew, Ruth Croft. So there's some Kelly Wolf, Andrea yeah. Huser. She dropped wow. from UTMB to run that one. Charlie, that girl lives up in um, McKee. Yeah. Yeah. Brigham City. She's yeah. racing it. Yep, she is. She's she could podium easily. Yeah, she could. She's running good. She's fast. And she just enjoys what she does, man. Yep. Everything's fun, right? Yeah. And our friend Derek will be taking photos. Yeah, so of course he will. Work. So, anyway, that's kind of the the happenings, the ramblings um, from that. We'll okay. uh, jump into. We'll do. Uh, or what, let's do our Strava week. All right. We'll do a Woody Footy, which kills me. Okay. It's my week, and then we will get into an Ask Trail Manners. All right. We got one question this week. No closing quote. So thanks, Trail Manners listeners, for staying on top of that for me. Uh, last week in Strava, our week leaders of 508 members on our Trail Manor Strava page. Mm-hmm. Andrew Smith, 91.7 miles. Mm. Uh, total run time, Andrea McAfee, okay. 2104. Hung out with her a little bit. Got a selfie with her at El Vaquero. Right on. Climbing, Sarah McCloskey, oh. 21,634. Dang. Right behind her, Aaron Hill, 21,081. <laughs> Just 500 was, feet. I thought she was tapering. Just 500 feet. And then Andrea McAfee, 21.018. Wow. So all these three ladies, 21,000 feet. Crushing it. So they're 
They're nailing it. Okay, so this week for Woody Footy, I think there was an issue with Facebook. It wasn't us because it looked like people are having a hard time posting yeah, photos. Something like, was going on. We don't run Facebook. I, no. I put a call in and I paged um, on my beeper, um, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, nothing back nothing, yet. I haven't heard anything yeah. back from him. Uh, but some awesome photos. Uh, Sarah Ohm, uh, she's over. She ran the MCC. That's right. In uh, some yeah. country over there. Had some great photos. Um, what were some? Okay, so I had a, there were some really good ones. Andrew uh, Giles had another good one. Um, but I had a I had a face off because yes, I couldn't did. decide. Right. right? Um, there Between your heritage yes. and, and USA. It was tough. I mean, we had some previews of the Bear 100 course. Oh, yeah. Um, we had Can't people go wrong with that. from New York. I mean, we had pictures from all over again. New York, Montana. Right. Um, where was it? New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. South Korea. That picture never showed up from Randall Clare. Mm-hmm. He was uh, in a place in South Korea, which is our first South Korea one, I believe. I think so, too. Um, Oregon, Kentucky, mm-hmm. which I think I don't remember seeing a Kentucky one before, uh, and we could have maybe Red been, River Gorge. It's been a I'm while. Sure. Um, of course, we we always get some Canada and Alberta there, right? Vermont, um, Dart, rugged Dartmoor, no picture, but Dartmoor, and I think that's in England, right? Sure, M O O R. That's that English. Sounds cool. Yeah, really cool. New Hampshire. So this week went. So here's my two finalists. Okay. I'm just going to name the finalists because they both need a for sure shout out. All right. The first one I came across that was my finalist was from Pete Faulkner. All right. Okay. Pete is uh, he's on mountain running in Brecon Beacons Wells. Okay. Super rad photo, and he's sitting out on this rock. And Wells is my heritage. Right. So right away I'm like, I think this you're biased right away. I was, and I'm like, that's yeah. our first picture from Wells yeah. that I can remember. So I'm like, all right, that's super rad. Um, but then. Someone snuck in mm-hmm. and threw one out there, and I immediately went, I want to be there right now. Gotcha. Like, I want, where's my sleeping bag? That's usually the criteria that for is. the winner. Um, so this one is from, um, where was it? Because the Wings Post Montana. came out. Yep, it was. It was from Stillwater Trail right. in Nye, Montana. Okay. Jessica, I apologize if I get your name wrong, Jessica Torgerson right. hyphen London. Um, it's got the the trinity of... And more. It's mm-hmm. got trees, right? Water, yeah. mountains, and then we'll throw in after the Trinity in parentheses. It's got dirt, gotcha. Trails. It's super rad. Just a cool, like be a good screensaver okay. type thing. So Jessica Torgensen London, you are the winner of the Woody Footy contest this week. So please go ahead and email me mm-hmm. manners at trailmanners dot com your shipping address, and we'll get that right out to you because. Uh, that was a home run, man. That was beautiful. But every, I mean, there's a ton of them again. Right. I mean, you guys are lucky. You don't have to decide. Mm-hmm. It'd be good one week to have a vote, vote, I think, just to let people know how hard it is. Yeah, no. Um, as many likes as each get. That was my, I know one time we did one, and that was my breaking criteria. Okay, like I said, no closing quote this week, so thanks again. we have a question, right? We do have a question. This comes from Jen in Missoula, Montana, so Montana bookends this. Nice. And I like the question. Um, which is going to be not easy answer, and I didn't right. send it to Joel. Nope. I like that. With weather getting ready to change, mm. what is your favorite time of year to run and why? Oh, man. <laughs> that's tough. So the first thing that pops to my head before I think, because right. that's how I did I've done this question in my head three or four times. Okay. First thing that pops in my head, fall. For reasons of I leave the heat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's cooler. Right. So that's kind of the same thing. Um, the colors change. Yep. Um, and it's it's just this nice. It's almost like winding down, right? There's this relief, yeah, in the air. It's it's almost like celebratory, yeah. But it's it's the colors, it's the temperature. Right. I mm-hmm. love rain, yeah. 
Um, if it ever rain here. Yeah, and but I think that's why that's why I think fall. I mean, it's fall colors. It's August, and I've seen some fall colors because it's so damn dry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think fall is my favorite time. Mm-hmm. But then I could also look at it and go, spring's cool mm-hmm. because I'm out of winter now. Right. You know, Good it's, point. it's fresh smelling. The air's cl- oh, yeah. clearing up from mm-hmm. a bad winter. They're getting on dirt, which right. gets me excited. It's a new year. Yep. So that's what's hard. But I'm going to go with fall because of the temperature change. And right. I love the colors. Mm-hmm. That's just my favorite thing. Um, yeah, that's that's what I'm going with is fall. Hmm. I'm not a summer. I know it's not summer or winter. I know that. Right. My favorite time and why. I just summer sucks. It's too hot. Winter, <laughs> it's cold and it's snowy. Cold and snowy. There we go. I think every season has a little bit of something that I really enjoy. Okay. How's okay. that? I agree with you totally on the the fall autumn thing. There's a, a certain smell um, in the in the fall yeah. that you just don't get the rest of the year, right? Uh, spring, same thing. There's this newness in the air. Yeah. Uh, there's hero dirt to run on, right? Yeah. It's fun. Summer's got just some, sometimes it's super rewarding. Okay, that's yeah. the one I was waiting for you to say because yeah. I'm trying to find something positive about yeah. summer. I mean, you can get up high in the mountains, right? Okay. And oh, um, I think, okay. I'll yeah, it's fun. It's, it, it's fun. It's fun. You see the accumulation of work that you've done winter and spring and you kind of put it forth in the summertime. Okay. Got longer days to train. I, I was going to say summer is we yeah. run early, so we right. don't have to wear a headlamp. That's yeah. my summer thing. Uh, Wintertime, there, there's days where it's just fun. Yeah, it's like it's running snowing. on snow. You know, sometimes it's, it's snow. so fun to run on packed snow trails. Yeah. It, it can be fun. And then there's most of the time you're just like, this is, stinks. Let's go to St. George. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, when it's winter and you get that snow flurry that's not wet yeah. to run in, I like that a lot. I do too. too. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, Jen. I'm going with fall. Yeah, me too. Um, for it's always been my favorite season since uh, I was a little toddler. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, I think fall is so. I don't know. Uh, being in Missoula it might be spring for you guys because you have such heavy long winter winter. Maybe right. you're colder. I'm gonna know. say fall too. I think she likes fall. She I, strikes me as a fall gal. I think overall, I, I would if we did a poll. I think fall would win. I think so too. Just because. Just known trail trail runners, right? right? They love mountains, but mm-hmm. the colors are so vibrant. Right. Um, I think it's a good time for air quality because we have like fire in summer, crap in the winter. Right. Spring is as well. But yeah, I think fall falls my go-to. All right, falls my my. Yep. Let's have fall all year Hands round, down. most of the time. I'll travel to fall. Right. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it for the week. Um, I don't have anything else. Um, yeah. Pacing at Wasatch, but that'll be next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Labor Day weekend, so you got a three-day weekend coming up yep. for most people. So hope you have that. And I think that's it. I don't have anything else. All right, so thanks for listening to the podcast. This is Eric and Joel, single track session here, number 103, and we are out.